Welcome to episode 29 of Tuesdays with Perry. So today we're going to be talking about a hit piece from the New York Times, DeSantis' latest target, a small college of free thinkers. And they're going to be talking about the new college of Florida, where um, the governor and Chris Rufo are looking to free it of woke influence. Also, Donald Trump is reportedly workshopping nicknames like Meatball Ron for Ron DeSantis, and this is coming from People Magazine and The Daily Beast, of course. And then also, the media is abuzz about Ron DeSantis saying that he would do away through a, with AP courses altogether uh, because recently uh, there was that dust up about him uh, not allowing certain courses that taught critical race theory. So he said uh, that he might get rid of the courses altogether. So we're going to talk about these Florida topics and more with my friend Perry. Right now, let's see if we can't get him on the line. We're also going to be talking about a couple other things. We'll see if we can get him on the line. He wants to talk about uh, the train wreck Hello? in Ohio. Hey, Perry, how's it going, my man? Oh, uh, it's just uh, another beautiful day down here, Rudy. I mean, uh, I think you're getting tired of this broken record, you know? Well, I mean, it's, Florida is beautiful for its liberty and its weather. You know, the Spaniards did another thing right when they named this land Florida. I'll tell you that. Yeah, the land of the flowers. That's right. So, so I want to get into the, some stuff uh, having to deal with your governor. These are stories breaking today. Um, as I mentioned uh, right before I got you on the line here, there was a hit piece in the New York Times about Ron DeSantis. His latest target, a small college of free thinkers, and that he plans to transform uh, the new College of Florida into a beacon of conservatism and that the leftist students there are are reeling, apparently. Uh, we know that Chris Rufo was appointed, appointed to the board there. And uh, I also want to go over a couple other stories. Uh, People Magazine and the Daily Beast are reporting uh, that uh, Donald Trump is workshopping nicknames like Meatball Ron for Ron DeSantis, your governor. And the Daily Beast reports... Um, that he, one theory argued uh, that uh, our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter and Trump understood how to succinctly capture the most negative framing of a person's fundamental nature. And then they go into why uh, they named, uh, well, he came up with the name um, Meatball Ron. And then, um, of course, Ron DeSantis said uh, with a dust-up regarding some AP courses teaching critical race theory, he said uh, he might get rid of AP or advanced placement courses altogether. And the, <laughs> the USA Today um, and other Washington Examiner 
and some other, I believe this is new, yeah, this is Time and USA Today, that's correct, a reporting on uh, Ron DeSantis getting away with uh, AP courses, but also something I didn't mention to you before is that um, The Guardian is reporting that DeSantis' corporate donors are under fire for his hypocrisy, uh, hypocrisy over Black History Month. And, and we could talk a little bit about that too. So first of all, what do you think about Donald Trump uh, workshopping nicknames like Meatball Ron for Ron DeSantis? <laughs> well, <laughs> if, if I were to look at it any other way than the one I'm about to give you, then I would have to be a very thin skin. Um, one of the things about Donald Trump is when he admires someone or when he truly disrespects someone, uh, a.k.a. Rosie Fat Pig O'Donnell, um, he comes up with these unique, well, let's just call them euph euphemisms, and uh, to call him Meatball <laughs> just cracks me up. And if I were Ron DeSantis, I, I would I would have t-shirts made tomorrow. Anyone <laughs> anyone want a meatball? <laughs> I mean, I look, this it's just like little Marco and today, you know, because Marco is not a threat whatsoever matter of fact, now he's now he is uh, an ally of team Trump. Well, He's welcome to Mar-a-Lago. He's uh, referred to as a great senator, blah, 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 blah. This is modus operandi for Team Trump. It is much ado about nothing. I say, as the media does with regard to uh, the catastrophe in Ohio over the past several days, uh, there's nothing here to see. Let's move along. And that's exactly what we're going to do with regard to Team Trump and meatball, Ron. Let's move along. <laughs> yeah, well, the Daily Beast is saying that he plucked it from the Rocky movie uh, where the billing for the fight uh, was the ultimate male versus the ultimate meatball. Um, but, uh, you know, what do you, do you think, do you think um, uh, DeSanctimonious was better or Meatball Ron is better? Um. Well, I find Meatball Ron is far more marketable if I'm Team DeSantis. Um, uh, the Sanctimonious, I think, is hysterical, too. Uh, you know, Rudy, when, when you're doing everything right as a uh, politician holding office, and the people who you work for, come out and support you to the level of 60% in a purple state, uh, who cares yeah, what right. people call you? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You embrace it. You know, um, a half a lifetime ago, there was uh, a, a football player in the NFL. Um, his name will come back to me. He was a brilliant marketer. He went to school on a, uh, on a, uh, a uh, athletic scholarship at the University of um, Oklahoma. And um, 
he actually made it in movies for a little while. Anyway, he um, when he made it to the NFL, there were teams that played against he and his teammates all over the United States. He was brilliant. He what he did was he got permission um, from the NFL to make up T-shirts making fun of himself. Yeah. And he sold the T-shirts to the home crowd of the teams that his team was playing against. Right. So every time they stood up and, 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 and basically gave him the Bronx chair, he was making money. Yeah. And he, he didn't admit it until his playing days were over. Yeah. He made more money as a marketer than he did playing football in the NFL. Genius. So my attitude is if, if, I'm, if I'm Ron DeSantis, beat Trump to it. Start printing it. the T-shirts and bumper stickers now, and let's start making money. Yeah, good idea. So I'm going to um, uh, dovetail these two next uh, stories together. The USA Today and uh, Time Magazine is reporting that why DeSantis might cancel every AP course in Florida to bolster his 2024 bid. He hasn't announced yet, but USA Today is saying DeSantis says, he could do away with AP courses altogether. Um, here's what that means for Florida students. Obviously, that's just a push when he got pushed back uh, regarding uh, last week when we even talked about it, that he, uh, he told uh, educators in the Department of Education that they needed um, to uh, trim certain criteria out of a course dealing with uh, critical race theory um, to allow them to teach the course, and they eventually relented. One of the board members called him racist. But now the media got on him about that, and now he says, well, hey, I could ban advanced placement altogether if you want to dust this up too much. Um, so what do you think about, uh, obviously, I don't think he's going to get rid of a, uh, advanced placement courses, but it seems there's, there's another threat here in the mainstream media uh, you think it's an empty threat, or you think he's going to ban uh, advanced placement courses? Uh, I I think it's neither. I think it's his way of saying to the nadder, to the nattering nabobs of negativity, and that's all the lame brain media are. That's all they do is come up with stories of negativity. You've already given us two. One from the New York Slimes, and now this one. I'm sorry, New York Slimes is this one. The other one was from the Daily Beast. What yeah. a perfect name for a piece of shit. Yeah. Online magazine. Okay. Um, that's all they do. And therefore, they're playing to their crowd. DeSantis is doing exactly what I would do. Really? You think this is bad? Wait till you see what I do next week. <laughs> And 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 you and think you think he's going to actually ban the courses? No, no, nah. yeah. no, of course not. It's, it's just his way of of raising three fingers and telling them read between the lines. Yeah. And here's and an, that's all this is. Yeah, and here's another uh, example of that. Like you said from the New York Times, DeSantis' latest target: a small college of free thinkers. Ron DeSantis' plan to transform the new College of Florida into a beacon of conservatism has left leftist students and faculty members. Uh, reeling, it says that the progressive school, so I don't know how much it is a progressive school like he's turning it around. Um, 
I just think this is another hit piece that uh, he wants to make it a, a, a beacon of conservatism. I guess that's his right to do. And I think there's a market for that in Florida. Uh, what do you think? Well, first of all, let's, let's deal with the oxymoron. The oxymoron in this story is free thinking, free thinkers in this school right. of progressiveness. Those progressivism and free thinking are like oil and vinegar. They never really bond together, okay? Right. It doesn't exist. So the first thing I have to say to these little pussies is, you think this is bad? Wait, it's going to get a whole lot harder for you because you're not going to have a school to come to if you don't want to deal with opposite viewpoints in your life. So here's what I suggest. All of you pack up your, your, your pampers and your onesies and go to any liberal arts school, school college of, of, of your choice, including my once vaunted Florida State University, who, which you and I have already discussed what's going on in that school. If you don't want to come in contact with people who think differently than you and have different opinions about the world, and life in general, then go somewhere else. Yeah. Because what the new school is going to be all about is exactly what it should be. It will be the new school of thought in the state of Florida for higher learning. And why? Because it will be the Hillsdale College, eventually. Yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. But eventually, it'll be the Hillsdale of Florida. Yeah. And I am, and, and this is the thing that irritates me to such a point, I begin to, to lose what's left of the crown of the hair on my head. And, and that is liberals love to say how they are for free thought. They are for free speech. They are for everything free unless they don't agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they're upset. Yeah. That's why th these Nazis, and that's what these people are. That's why these Nazis in brown shirts are so upset because they're being forced to defend their positions, regardless of what that position is on, for the first time in their miserable lives. Yeah. Well, you know what? Get ready. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. and, and thank God for it. Yeah. I don't, I don't see how, how could you, progressives are basically socialists, which are, <laughs> are well known for groupthink. And how could they label this that, oh, it's now it's a college of free thinkers? No, when you bring individuality, individualism, that's when you get free thought, not when you, not when you're um, propagating groupthink, uh, and that's what they're trying to get rid of. I want to move quickly onto this next story because uh, I didn't mention it to you before from the Garden Guardian. Uh, DeSantis's corporate donors under fire for hypocrisy over Black History Month. Uh, so the Guardian is trying to say uh, in this article written by David Smith that. Um, Political activists in Florida have condemned the hypocrisy of large corporations that use Black History Month to denounce racism while donating hundreds of thousands of dollars to states. Right-wing Governor Ron DeSantis. Um, what do you think of this? They're saying Amazon, AT&T, Comcast, Disney, and Walmart are all companies that publicly proclaim their commitment to anti-racist values, especially after the 2020 murder of George Floyd, blah, blah, blah. But the research by the Center for Political Accountability, a nonprofit organization that tracks corporate political spending, 
shows that these same business do, uh, businesses donated directly and indirectly to the re-election campaign of DeSantis, who has now imposed limits on how race and racism can be taught in Florida schools, as we just mentioned. Now, uh, we all know what active, who cares what activists think, um, and you know, right. you know right. where the corporate, you know, <laughs> where where the corporate sentiment lies when uh, electing politicians. Uh, what is your insight into this? Well, many, many moon ago, and I'm talking about decades ago, the smart money in corporate America, because they were very, very apolitical. I don't care who they were. Any, any CEO of a major, let's just say, Fortune 1000 company donated to both parties. And both parties were happy to get the money. Just as long as they got money, they didn't care if you gave money to the other other team as long as they got an equal share. And somewhere in the last 20 years, maybe a little longer, but I would think going back roughly 20, 25 years, um, things started to change. It started to change because corporate America stopped being corporate. It started uh, being convinced by its marketing and and uh, community development branches. Well, we can't we can't do this, and we can't say this, and we can't go here, and we can't go there. And more and more, incrementally, more and more money went to not just the DNC and not just to Democrat Party members, but it started going to organizations like um, the Rainbow Coalition. It started going to uh, the national, what the hell is um, Reverend Al's organization, the uh, National Action Network. And, and, And pick your poison, Greenpeace, and on and on and on. And what started happening is, and now this is starting to come out now. Maybe this is something you want to talk about uh, if you haven't already done so so far this week uh, on your show. Maybe you want to talk about how the poison, the poison pill of corporate America, they are now giving money to the brown shirts to go after their competition. Yeah. Case oh, yeah. in point was Coca-Cola going after Pepsi mm. and using race as the tool to devastate Pepsi in the Cola Wars. Yeah, there was an... Now, this is just coming to light. Yeah, there was an expose. There was a former Coca-Cola executive that was on Tucker Carlson just recently talking about that, yep. Correct. And that's just one example. But this is going on constantly. Okay, just like, for example, and I don't want to get too far off the track, but I'm, I'm... I want to share this with your listeners for the purpose of them doing their own research. Back in the 90s, when we had very inexpensive Freon to recharge the AC system in our cars, in our AC home systems, in our refrigerators, um, I want to say it was um, R12. R12 cost pennies per pound. Well, any of any of your listeners that are currently driving around in the piece of shit Prius or Leaf or name name your poison of their electric uh, gas combination vehicles because they want to save the planet, ask them how much it costs to, to service 
their AC unit in their car. It's over $100 a pound now. Yeah. And that's not for C12. That's C134, which is still used. Okay. So how did that come to be, Rudy? Very simple. DuPont figured a way to make more money. They came up with a different variation of, of refrigerant back in the 80s. Nobody wanted it because it was more explosive, known as R134. Yeah. But they had to find a way to get it into the market. Well, the best way to do that is to go get people like uh, Greenpeace and the Clean Air Fund and what have you and say, the old the CFCs. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and, and so they allowed these miscreants of society who are nothing more than trust fund babies running around because, of course, they don't need a job telling the poor guy on the corner that owns a auto repair shop, you're poisoning the planet by releasing C C12 into the air. Yeah. Remember the recapture machines that had to be invented? Yeah, yeah. All of that went through DuPont and DuPont made billions from it. Yeah. No different than what we're seeing right now with the vaccination program of the Biden administration and how Pfizer continues to get rich while people continue to get sick and world-class athletes throughout the world. Yeah. Just happened yesterday. Um, a professional soccer pay player in his 20s, just yesterday, dropped dead of a heart attack. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, okay. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a believer in, in corporations and the way they conduct uh, business, but I could go right. on to a tirade about that for hours. Um, before right. we close out, uh, you want to bring anything up? I know you want to talk about uh, the train wreck in Ohio that sent uh, toxic, well, on purpose, they uh, had a toxic uh, chemical explosion right. there that they set off on purpose that apparently mm -hmm. has poisoned the surrounding area. You want to talk about that and also about the Michigan shooting? Is that correct? Yes, yes. Um, let's, let's start with the... the non-lethal uh, um, crash, train crash. By the way, Norfolk, Norfolk Southern, Southern, who is that railroad company owned by? Yeah. Warren Buffett. Yeah, of course. Who is Warren Buffett? Yeah. Yeah. We all already know how Warren Buffett uh, spends his political dollars, yeah. okay? Now, having said that, it's amazing to me how this toxic burn seems to be of no concern whatsoever to the same fucking EPA director who will tell me that I live, because I live out in the woods and water collects in a little pot, a puddle on my five acres of land, that that's now considered, and I'm not making this up. Yeah. I am not exaggerating. Because water collects on, on, on a, uh, in a puddle formation on part of my land, Therefore, I cannot develop that land anymore. I'm not making this up. Yeah, this I is know. EPA regulation, yeah. okay? People, people around the country, going all the way out to Colorado and beyond, have had to fight, and fortunately, because they were millionaires, spend millions in order to push back on the EPA. And, of course, then all this madness fixed that, but now it's being changed again. Yeah. This same EPA that won't allow a little property owner like me to put up a three-two or four-two home of less than two thousand square feet because a puddle of water forms yeah. on my land is telling all of us, especially the people in Palestine. Well, they call it Palestine, but yeah. Palestine, Ohio. There's nothing for you to worry about. Oh, the headaches you're getting. 
it's completely unrelated to the cloud of, of, of toxic fumes. Yeah, you remember circulating. Chris, you remember Christy Whitman at on nine eleven? She said the <laughs> she said the, I was like bold face. I looked at her, I go, Wow, she's lying because you know, I knew on that very day, I go, there is no way that that air is safe to breathe. Uh, but she got up there and said it. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry I had to digress a little and, bit. And no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because I want to I want to point out to your liberal uh, followers, you and I are going after both teams here. Christy Whitman was a Republican. Yeah. You've got Pete Buttigieg, a failed mayor in Indiana who is now the uh, Secretary of Transportation <laughs> making jokes this morning yeah, yeah. about the peop- these poor white people. But you see, they don't count because they're, they they don't have enough melanin in their skin to be worried about. And they voted for poor- Trump. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So therefore, they're expendable. Yeah. Okay? And, and, the, and, and it's not a concern for him. It's not a concern for the, the uh, director of uh, the EPA. Yeah. The secretary of, of of the Environmental Protection Agency. He, this guy Reagan, for some reason, he doesn't think it's important enough to show up on site and 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 open up his nostrils to these toxic fumes. It's funny how they don't think it's a concern, but they're not willing to show up. No, of course not. So it's poison, right? So you know, I, I, again, I want to show the double standards here. Because, of course, you won't see that on PMSNBC or CBS, CNN, ABC, or any of the other alphabet channels. You won't, you won't see that. You yeah. probably did not get the full report of the identity of the shooter up at Michigan State University last night either. Yeah. I wonder why that is. He's oh, black. could it yeah. be because he's black? Yeah. Oh, did I say that? Yes, I did. Yeah. And I am not concerned about any repercussions I might get from it. Yeah. I'm pointing out facts. Now, they're saying he was mentally disturbed. Well, my argument is, okay, what mass shooter isn't mentally disturbed? Yeah. So why <laughs> is it, right? Why, why is it when some white left-wing extremist goes and shoots up a bunch of innocent people, most of which have darker skin than you or I, it's it's a it's a it's a crime of hatred, and therefore has to be treated as such. But when a black man, who we can all agree, has had because he's no longer breathing the Lord's air either, yeah. obviously had, at the very least, emotional if not significant mental deficiencies. How number one in the state of Michigan, where it's almost impossible to legally obtain a handgun. How in the world did this whack job, who should have been watched more carefully? But again, that's the problem with big government. Yeah. They don't have the time to watch the dangerous individual. Oh, they have yeah. to worry about people. Right. They have to worry about people who want to wave the American flag because we're the extremists. Yeah. How did this? How did this poor son of a bitch get his hands not only on a handgun? But supposedly, and it wasn't confirmed last night, and I've been busy working today, but supposedly he had more rounds of ammunition in his in his backpack. He had more weapons in his backpack. He had the ability to do far more harm than he did. And 
as far as I know, every one of his victims were white. Yeah. So how is how is this not a racial incident? Yeah, it's just like uh, uh, Kenosha or Waukesha. Um, That's right. You know where that guy he was he was a black man, but he used his car as a weapon and he ran down. Uh, That's right. It wasn't. Of, but Rudy. But Rudy, it was like it he, wasn't he killed him. like it was the SUV. <laughs> I think the Ford S- should be sued. Wait, I, yeah, I think the SUV was red, though, and the people were white. <laughs> that might have something to do with it. Oh, there was someone driving it. What? It doesn't matter what color he was. Doesn't um, matter. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna close it out here, unless you have uh, anything to add uh, on that. You, you, I think you put a bow on it very nicely as far as uh, that's concerned. Um, as far as the thing with the EPA, we all know that the EPA is is there to protect. Um, big business and whatever it is, whether it's 9-11 or you got to open up uh, Warren Buffett's railroad, so let's quickly burn off this chemicals. Because if they had to try to truck out the chemicals or capture the chemicals, it would have taken too long. So they well, just- Well, they would have had to excavate. They would have had to lift rail. Well, they're going to have to lift rails anyway. Yeah. But they're going to have to lift rail beds. They're going to have, you know, and then you have to dispose of all this toxic material. Yeah. You know, we deal we deal with some of this when it comes to um, cast iron pipe cases yeah. here in the state of Florida. Yeah. You can't just simply dig up the pipe. Yeah. You have to get rid of all of that sediment around the pipes. Well, the new and that has to be done through EPA regulation. Yeah, the new Florida senator there, um, uh, who's the uh, hillbilly elegy author. Um, uh, his name uh, skips me right now, but the in new- Florida? No, 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 in Ohio. Who is the new? Oh, 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 JD. Um- JD Vance. Right. Vance, thank you. So he uh, apparently the EPA isn't telling him what is the um, appropriate amount of this vinyl chloride. What is the amount uh, that's allowable in in water or air or whatever? And they're not even telling him because it's probably zero. But um, well. Like I said Remember before, what happened in Colorado? Yeah. What, uh, uh, almost almost ten years ago, okay, during the Obama administration, the EPA, because of course the EPA is omnipotent, it can its personnel can never do anything wrong. So let me refresh the memory of some some of your listeners. The EPA had their own inspection team inspecting the. Um, polluted materials that were collecting in water and captured by the mining operation that was mining for gold at the time up in the hills of Colorado. And it was the EPA that screwed up and released millions, not, not hundreds, not tens of thousands, not even hundreds of thousands, millions of highly toxic gallons of water into the Colorado mining right? operation in Colorado yeah. and it destroyed the environment yeah. and they literally laughed about it and said well we've looked at the law now this is the EPA the Environmental Protection Agency talk about an oxymoron now they literally laughed at the people in Colorado that were demanding action on the part of the federal government who was responsible for this disaster, environmental disaster. And they said, well, we've looked at the statutes and uh, clearly it states that while we 
can pay for it, we are not mandated to. So therefore, we're not going to. (laughs) Now imagine if that were a for-profit entity. Mm -hmm. And this is the reason why all of these liberals and progressives admire and respect and kiss the toes of President Xi and the Chinese Communist Party over in in uh, Beijing, because when they want to build a road, they just build the road. Oh, if it has to go through a village, they just let you know 12 hours in advance. You've got exactly 12 hours to carry whatever you can on your back. Your home is no longer yours. We're putting a road through here. That's how they do things. And this is exactly what the progressives of this country want to see happen. Yeah. They're not far from it, folks. Oh, yeah. They're not far from it. Yeah, especially so, if it's in uh, if it's in Trump land. It's the same thing with Las Vegas. They turn mm-hmm. loose shooters to shoot up a country music festival because they know they're not going to be any Democratic voters there. Anyway, I'm going right. to I'm going to uh, I'm going to cut you off there, uh, and we'll just pick it up next week, Perry. Um, but thanks for joining me, and it was great to talk to you again about all things Florida. And we'll see if your governor announces, because I guess Nikki Haley just made it official today. So uh, Ron DeSantis may or may not throw his hat in the ring, so we'll have to see about that. I hope he doesn't. I, I think he's having more fun doing it the way he's doing it right now. Let's sit back and watch and let everybody else bloody themselves up and then ride in on our white horse. Anyway, um, Rudy, it's a pleasure. Um, and, and lastly, uh, you and I are still in agreement. It is Trump's nomination to lose, yep. not Ron's nomination to win. That's true. And I still say that's where we're going to be yeah. a little less than a year now when the primaries and the caucuses begin Absolutely. in Iowa and New Hampshire. Let the let the mainstream media do as they may. Uh, Bingo. That's the case. Bingo. Yeah. Let, right, let them. Because Lord knows they're not selling advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> oh, so true. Right. So true. All right, man. Thank you again for letting me vent, and I look yeah. forward to the next opportunity. All right, that'll be 30 next week. Episode 30 is next week. <laughs> wow. All wow. Right. All right, man. We'll, we'll see you. <laughs> Have a good one. You too. Mm. Bye. Bye-bye. There goes Perry, episode 29, Tuesdays with Perry. Yeah, we'll see what happens next year. I hope, I hope Ron DeSantis doesn't run. I hope he falls in behind Trump. But we'll see. Like Perry said, it's so true. It's Trump's nomination to lose, not Ron DeSantis' to win. And let the uh, mainstream media thrash about in their frustration over these two. They're going to try to pit them against each other. Uh, I don't think it's going to work out. I think uh, I don't think the liberty movement is there to split. I think we'll coalesce behind uh, the best candidate. May the best candidate win. All right, that's it. Episode 29, Tuesdays with Perry. I'll see you tomorrow, and we'll see Perry next week. Peace out.